Hey there, Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to the Barardo Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Barardo, where we talk about health, happiness, and anything else that's important to us humans. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast by visiting thebarardo.com or just click the little subscribe button wherever you're listening to the podcast. Thanks so much and enjoy the episode. It's just funny. It's, it's funny. You know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how. Come here. Come here, though. Yeah, he's crazy, see? Who are you? Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? Tony Berardo here. Thanks for tuning in to yet again another lovely episode of the Berardo Podcast. And uh, tuning in is a good segue to today's podcast because, you know, after a few recent uh, wicked scares and uh, some wild times in our lives, I've uh, I've been researching even more ways to be healthier. And as some of you know, I do ice plunging and sauna, and, and uh, I deal with uh, an immune chronic disease called a Crohn's disease, which I've talked about on this podcast before. And, you know, it's, uh, it's a challenge for a lot of reasons. And pretty much my immune system destroys me at, uh, at, you know, any chance it can get, uh, whether that's, whether that's from having um, issues with that comes with Crohn's, I'll let you do your own research or listen to my podcast on that. Uh, but you know, it's also, uh, it affects other parts of my body, like skin rashes or I'll, I'll get uh, flu-like symptoms or sometimes I'll have to end up going into the hospital. I'm very healthy. Um, I've been into health for quite some time and it's a huge passion of mine, but you know, this is uh, the card that I was dealt and it took me a long time to accept it. And now that I've accepted it, I realize the only thing I can do is to figure out ways to keep this thing dormant in my body because there's really nothing I can do about it, right? Um, you can't, you can't get upset about the things you can't control, and uh, I'm just, I'm stuck with this now. So I just got to figure out how to fight it and and to deal with it and make it part of my life, which I think I've done so the last couple of years, you know, through various different tactics, and I've been able to get off medication, which is exciting. But you know, there's always, there's always more things we can do, right? When we're dealing with these type of uh, chronic illnesses and diseases. And, and a lot of it is becoming healthier. You know, that's usually the solve for a lot of stuff. Like if you go into the doctor and you have some type of issue, they're probably going to say something like, get off dairy or stop eating processed foods or eat healthier or do more cardio. Usually that's the solution to a lot of things or they're just going to try to shove medication down your face. Either way, being, you know, healthier is usually the solution. And I found that interesting, you know, through my research, there's this really uh, not really old, but um, back in 2015, there was this interesting study from Berkeley uh, that came out that says music can actually make you healthier. And I'm a huge music slash podcast guy, if you couldn't guess. But music is my jam, right? Especially alt rock or, you know, um, grunge, right? Like in, in the 90s, I mean, I'm a 90s kid, right? I'm really an 80s kid, but 90s was like my jam, just like a lot of people, you know, Nirvana, Live, uh, Linkin Park, Corn, uh, like from alt rock to grunge to heavy metal, like that was my, that was my jam. I used to have my jam sport book bag that I would use white out to, to write my favorite bands on it. And uh, these songs really got me through my childhood as well as to the day, if I'm in a weird mood. You know, if I just want to like chill out and relax, I'll listen to some Nirvana or maybe Live or Bush. That kind of chills me out. 
And if I want to get pumped up and I want to jam out, maybe for like a workout or something like that, I'm going to listen to some Metallica or Linkin Park. It's interesting how you forget a lot of things. Like I forget where I park sometimes if I go to the mall. But if I haven't heard like Linkin Park in two years and I put on like Paper Cut, I know the I know the entire song like I listened to it yesterday. Um, and it's amazing that music kind of stays in the back of our head and we don't know it's there. So I thought that was interesting and I wanted to to kind of share this this study and article with you guys. So I hope you'll join me here on today's episode where we're going to talk about the five ways that music can make you healthier. New studies suggest that the music can be more powerful than some medication. And if you're curious about this, I'm going to leave this article. Again, it was published in 2015, but I'll leave the article in the episode notes. So if you just want to close out of this and click on that, go check that out. That's from Berkeley, and it's by Jill Sudi. And it continues to read, Neuroscientists have discovered that listening to music heightens positive emotion through the reward center of our brain, stimulating hits of dopamine that can make us feel good or even elated. Listening to music also lights up other areas of the brain. In fact, almost no brain center is left untouched, suggesting more widespread effects and potential uses for music. Music's neurological reach and its historic role in healing and cultural rituals has led researchers to consider ways music may improve our health and well-being. In particular, researchers have looked for applications in healthcare, for example, helping patients during post-surgery recovery, or improving outcomes for people with Alzheimer's. In some cases, music's positive impacts on health have more powerful effects than medication. Super interesting. So here's five ways that music seems to impact our health and well-being. Number one, music reduces stress and anxiety. In one study, researchers found that patients receiving surgery for hernia repair who listened to music after surgery experienced decreased plasma cortisol levels and required significantly less morphine to manage their pain. In another study involving surgery patients, the stress-reducing efforts of music were more powerful than the effect of any oral administrated drug. Interesting. Performing music versus listening to music may also have a calming effect. In some studies with adult singers, singing the same piece of music tended to sync up with their breathing and heart rates, producing a group of wide calming effects. In a recent study, 272 premature babies were exposed to different kinds of music, either lullabies sung by parents or instruments played by a music therapist three times a week while recovering in the ICU. Though all the musical forms improved the baby's functioning, the parental singing had the greatest impact and also reduced the stress of the parents who sang. It's really interesting. Let's take a quick break to introduce today's sponsor. So on this show, we talk a lot about health, wellness, but sometimes there's so much info out there. Uh, it's just, you know, it's hard to get started. Well, if uh, you need a little nudge, check out perfectketo.com. They don't just have great supplements, but it's a really great resource to keep you educated on ways to help improve your health through a low-carb diet. Now, not everybody is into keto or low-carb, and that's totally okay. I get it. But Perfect Keto has tons of great supplements, snacks, and foods that you can work into any diet. Me personally, uh, my favorite, and as you know, I'm vegan, my favorite supplement they have is Superfad. You hear me talk about those guys all the time. It's like peanut butter on steroids. It's got tons of great benefits, but you know, the wife and I even use uh, collagen in our coffee every single morning and even greens powder in our smoothies uh, just to make this part of our daily routine. 
And just for being a listener of the show, you're going to get 20% off your entire order by visiting perfectketo.com and using the code THEBERARDO. Again, that's perfectketo.com. Use the code THEBERARDO. Thank you, Perfect Keto. I think it might be our need to listen to other people, to hear people speak. You know, there's something that happens to our brain, whether that's, you know, uh, we're more in tune and we're more, we kind of have this feeling of, of calm when someone else speaks. You know, that's why, believe it or not, ASMR is a big trend, right? It's because when you hear someone talk like this into your microphone, it's calming. I personally can't stand it, but hopefully you don't mind the, the sound of my voice here on the podcast. So you can see why a lullaby it might be fantastic for a baby and even as, you know, a kid. Sometimes I'm not in the best mood and I don't want to listen to like alt rock or rock or rap or anything like that. And I just listen to a very calming podcast or you know, an educational podcast or, you know, even if it's maybe like a song that's kind of, you know, calming and, you know, that helps me get through it. Number two, music decreases pain. Music has a unique ability to help with pain management. In a 2013 study, 60 people diagnosed with fibromyalgia, a muscular skeletal disease, were randomly assigned to listen to music once a day over a four-week period in comparison to a controlled group, the group that listened to music experienced significant pain reduction and fewer depressive symptoms. In another study, patients undergoing spine surgery were instructed to listen to self-selected music on the evening before their surgery and until the second day after their surgery. When measured on pain levels post-surgery, the group had significantly less pain than a control group who didn't listen to music. It's not clear why music may reduce pain, though music's impacts on dopamine release may play a role in this. Of course, stress and pain are also closely linked, so music's impact on stress reduction may also partially explain these effects. Number three, music may improve immune functioning. Ooh, I need to listen to this one. Can listening to music actually help prevent disease? Some researchers actually think so. Wilkes University researchers looked at how music affects levels of IgA, which is an important antibody for our immune system. Undergraduate students had their IgA levels measured before and after 30 minutes of exposure to one of four conditions, listening to a tone click, a radio broadcast, a tape of shooting music, or complete silence. Those students exposed to the soothing music had significantly greater increases in IgA than any other of the conditions, suggesting that exposure to music and not other sounds might actually improve immunity. Hmm, interesting. And another study from Massachusetts General Hospital found that listening to Mozart's piano helped relax critically ill patients by lowering their stress hormone levels, but also decreased blood levels. Interleukin 6, which is a protein that has been implicated in higher morality rates, diabetes, and heart problems. That is wild. Number four, music may aid memory. Music enjoyment elicits dopamine release, and a dopamine release has been tied to motivation, which in turn is implicated into learning and memory. In a new study published back in 2014, adult students studying Hungarian were asked to speak or speak in a rhythmic fashion. Afterwards, when asked to recall the foreign phrases, the singing group fared significantly better than the other two groups. In one more study, caregivers and patients with dementia were randomly given 
10 weeks of singing coaching, 10 weeks of music listening coaching, or neither. Afterwards, testing showed that the singing and music listening improved mood, orientation, and memory. Studies like these have encouraged a movement to incorporate music into patient care for dementia patients, in part promoted by organizations like Music and Memory. Wow, that's crazy. And again, this is like, this is the whole idea behind lullabies, right? Not only does it help us go to sleep, but these studies are actually showing that the more music that we're exposed to at a younger age, the better our brain can develop. It's no different than like my wife. She was raised in Dominican Republic. She was born in Dominican Republic, but she learned both languages, English and Spanish, right? Spanish is her first language. But she was taught English at a younger age. As our brain is developing, we're able to soak up more information. So this makes total sense. Uh, number five, music helps us exercise. How many of us listen to rock and roll or other upbeat music while working out? It turns out that research supports what we instinctively feel, that music helps us get more bang out of our exercise buck. Researchers in the United Kingdom recruited 30 participants to listen to motivational synchronized music, non-motivational synchronized music, or no music while they walked on the treadmill until they reached their exhaustion level. Measurements show that both music conditions increased the length of the time to participants. The participants who listened to motivational music also said they felt better during their workout than those in the other two conditions. In another study, oxygen consumption levels were measured while people listened to different tempos of music during their exercise on a stationary bike. Results showed that when exercisers listened to music with a beat that was faster than the, synchronize of their, the synchronization of their movements, their bodies used up oxygen more effectively than when the music played at a slower, unsynchronized tempo. According to a sports researcher, Peter Terry, Music has the capacity to capture attention, lift spirits, generate emotion, change our regular mood, evoke memories, increase work output, reduce inhibitions, and encourage rhythmic movement, all of which have the potential applications in sports and exercise. Wow, well, let me tell you something. If you weren't sold on how music just makes everything better, I think this article does the trick. Uh, I thought this was very beneficial for me in particular as I continue on my journey of being healthier and happier. I hope this has given you some value. And if you want to know more about how to stay healthy in your mind, your body, and your soul, follow the podcast. I'm Tony Berardo. Thanks for tuning in to the Berardo Podcast. We will see you next time. Peace.